Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. I've been promised we'll be broadcasting in 1080p oh, yeah, we're gonna be uh, come the new year. Uh, and uh, same childish antics, though. Right now I'm all grainy. You're, you're not grainy. Right. You look fantastic. So I tell the company so they can upgrade. The it only looks weird when you take your hat off. That throws When you take your hat off, like it just throws off, it just throws off all the lighting. <laughs> like The lighting just completely changes when you take your hat off. And over here, like you can still see my eyes when I'm sitting in your seat and I yeah, have the hat on. Different, it's yeah. just, you don't know it's, what's going it's, on. It's darker over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I thought it was dark. darker over here. No. Oh, well. No, it's the, Well. Okay. <laughs> hey, so two things. Um, it's, like, it's like dealing with a sophomore <laughs> class. So, number one, we didn't talk about it at all, but um, a team was sold in the NBA today. <laughs> Can't we? we were busy talking about the backup center position for the Sacramento <laughs> Kings. We forgot to mention the $4 billion Ooh. deal that went down uh, in we the did NBA. talk about it a little bit. I think it was off the air because we were talking about it was, it was just family money. It me. was, yeah. Is it is it Matt? Is she be? I I don't know That's how, how to. I yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I should have looked it up. I was irresponsible. I think I got turned off the second I found out. I was like, yo, what did this dude do to to, to earn his money? Five point one billion uh, is what he's worth. He's the CEO and chairman of United Wholesale Mortgages, mm. which is the company that was funded. By his father. There you go. So. There you go. Cool. Uh, $5.1 billion is his net worth. Uh, price tag on the Phoenix Suns in the neighborhood of $4 billion. And as horrible and despicable and disgusting as a human being that Dan Schneider is, mm-hmm. boy, he's having a good day. Because yeah, he's man. looking over there like the Phoenix Suns <laughs> sold for what? Four bill oh, for an NBA franchise? Go ahead. You can buy my Washington Commander football team for $10, million, uh, $10 billion. So let me, that's what I wanted to ask you. So you think that that's 10 bill? Like realistically, like <clears throat> I don't know if it's 10. I think maybe you get eight. I think it's double. Yeah. At minimum, it's double. I think the 
you know, we, we've talked about this before when it comes to, to buying an NFL team. The list is extremely short. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cut even shorter in the fact that I think the NFL wants a certain type of owner. And you can take that remark to mean whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But the NFL wants a certain type of owner, which I think is going to shrink the list even more. Um, and then it becomes, you know, to clean this term up, a measuring contest. Mm-hmm. Who's going to do it? Because they're all going to have the money to do it. It's who's going to be – because we'll phrase it like this. At minimum, it's going for $8 billion. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. That's crazy. And I don't know know how increments increase in a bidding war when your starting point is $8 billion. Mm. Do you – does it incrementally increase by like half a billion – so, because like, like, what, like, what, what? So you're not going to increase it by a million. Well, that's it, well, you would increase it by you, like a hundred million or two hundred or three hundred. So or help help me out here. The point is, is that a hundred million? So eight. So if you said point, eight point one billion, is it, that eight billion and a hundred million dollars? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what that would be. That's like that's and that's what I'm saying. How do you increase in increments in in that type of bidding war? <laughs> I don't know, but they're all going to yeah. have that money. Well, Phoenix. Um, I mean, much like anything we talked about it before. Much like you know anything when you're you're buying a, a franchise for everybody outside of probably the New York Knicks. I mean, you're assuming they're going to have a new arena coming in the next. Five to seven years. The football. The are you talking about? Or? The, the basketball team. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna have a new arena coming, <clears throat> so they'll be able to get revenue off of that. There's a lot of space and opportunity in Phoenix mm-hmm. to do something like that. So, uh, four billion dollars for the Phoenix Suns. Is there any other team that was up question for being up for sale? I can't think. I don't of think it. so. Timberwolves just went. I know Bill Simmons had. Some kind of whack. I don't. I don't believe it. The whacked out comment that Charlotte might. Sure, be that's what it was. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But so, what is that? What do you think this does, if anything, for expansion? Like, does that raise the price for that? That well, expansion is different. Yeah, because they have to pay to get in. Yeah, but it's not. I don't think it's that figure. But, but no, it's not four billion. But I'm saying, does that raise that price to get in? Because I think I want to say it's like 300 million right now, maybe. Does that sound about right? Um, I don't know. We haven't had expansion, so I have no um, idea. Um, I don't even know what I, that figure is based off of. I don't know. Is it just a made up number by the owners, or is is it some percentage of the the the, the value of a franchise? I mean, because they because it because what doesn't it boil down to? You said 300 million. That's 300 million per team. It, Don't it you have to that. pay like, that's per that's, team? Yeah, and they would all have whatever. It ain't going to be three hundred million because I don't know what three hundred million times. That's, 30 that's is. what I was thinking. I think or twenty nine. I keep seeing two point five billion as like the fee for expansion. If okay, so that's, that's okay. Three hundred so million per team. So like so okay. So all right. So two point five divided by thirty or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't know that I don't I, I don't I don't know how that affects it at all. If if it affects it at all. Mm. 
but the value and I, I would think that it does because it just in, it increases the value of an NBA franchise. Yesterday's price is not today's price. I can't imagine what the Kings are worth. In, in, if Phoenix in, is four, I would say the Kings are worth three. At, at least, right? Yeah. I mean, but we have the new arena, so it could mm-hmm. it could be four because the team was purchased without the arena. The f- was so it having, 500 million that 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 Vivek or, yeah. or that that group bought the team for without the Golden One Center. So right. once you factor in the Golden One Center and the the increased value yeah. in an organization, it 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 could hover around four. The crazy thing was that's like almost 10 years ago now. Doesn't yeah. feel like it, but it's almost 10 years ago since mm-hmm. that happened. So at, just think about the inflation alone. bread has like quadrupled in cost oh in the gosh. last ten years. <laughs> Seriously, uh, gas is back down to four something. I saw that not too long ago. That's fooled good. me. I thought we'd never see that again. So I ran out and got this. Yeah, well, <laughs> this thing. Yeah. but um, so there's that Phoenix Suns, um, and then the other thing that you talked about, and you probably know a little bit more of this: the Sunday ticket situation mm. in the NFL, mm-hmm. uh, Apple being out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. and did you read the story behind that? I didn't read. The story. I thought it was really, I thought it was a really NFL story. Mm. the The way that the the way that I understand it is, Apple walked away from negotiations because they wanted to add Sunday Ticket to their Apple Plus platform, mm-hmm. and that was it. Meaning, Apple Plus is like five dollars. Mm-hmm. And you could have, you know, Emancipation, uh, the morning show, and and I think Ted Lasso is an Apple, mm-hmm. and Sunday Ticket. They got Major League Baseball too for five dollars a month, which is a fraction of what Netflix costs and Hulu costs. It's a fraction of what the 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 NFL Sunday Ticket yeah. costs. And mind you, none of that has anything to do with the NFL because the Apple would still have yeah. paid for the rights. So yeah. the NFL would have gotten their money. Right. They were like, no, that's too cheap. Their argument was it devalues their broadcast partners in CBS, Fox, and NBC. And I'm not quite sure I understand how that's accurate. Mm-hmm. The What it really boils down to is, according to someone in within Apple, the, the most consumer-friendly deal hmm. for you, me, everybody listening, the NFL was like, hell no. That's crazy. Absolutely not. I don't care if you're going to give us $100 billion for this. You're going to devalue our product and make it difficult to sell the second time around, so we're not doing it. That's crazy. That that is That is a trip that that's how that played out. I need to know, do people still subscribe to that Sunday ticket? I the only and I was thinking about this. I said no, there's no point. As long as the red zone is, exists, there's no point. The only thing that I did think about is if you live in a city not where your team is. Okay, so I okay, so in that sense if if you're uh if you're here, Jesse, perfect example. Jesse's here in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Do you subscribe? You don't subscribe to Sunday Ticket. No, I go to my dad's to watch it. He has it. So your dad subscribes to Sunday Ticket. He goes to his dad's. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> but that's the other that but that's a realistic thing about it. Either the dad is subscribing, you know, and you go there or, or you're the whole family ain't subscribing. No. Or yeah. or or and I'm not I'm just joking. I'm not saying this is Jesse's situation. Or nobody's subscribing. Yeah. And so I still get to watch the, the, the Dolphins or anybody I want to. I just wonder how many people feel like they have to watch the entire game. Whereas they just pay it's you know, depending on what provider, streaming, mm-hmm. cable, whatever provider you have, the five or ten dollars it costs to get red zone. And then, and then you got a whole another situation where, you know, and I'm, uh, it, it depends on who you are, but in in your your life situation. But I know, like me in L.A., I didn't subscribe to no Niners Sunday ticket or nothing like that. I would just go to the bar every weekend. Mm. And I'd watch it at the sports bar every weekend. And when they were on national TV or it was a game I could watch at home, I'd probably just watch at home. So you've got, you know, people who, I don't know, no kids or, you know, whatever the case may be. Every Sunday I go to such and such bar and I go watch it there or whatever the case may be. I don't – I know one person that has Sunday ticket. Bryce says his family has it. That That's surprising. I'm just surprised people still have it. it like, because – I, we had it. I had it for a long time, and God, what a waste of money it was every year to have that. Because I used to think I'm just going to pick what game I want to watch. I can have the red zone on, but I could flip over this game. I never did that. Never. It was just going to the red zone channel, and yeah. that was that was it. And then I remember I got it when I first came back to Sacramento for one season. I was like, this is a waste. Get this out of here, because by then the Niners, you know, they watch the Niners all the time. You know who got it, and and he he got it for years. I don't know if he still does. Is Io Cleveland mm, a house party? Yeah. You know, they'd sit down there and watch their their yeah. their, their, their their Cleveland Browns. That's they get, what makes sense. The the Ios, the Jessies. You know that man. that makes sense. But if you're like there's but, there's, but if that shouldn't be a Niner fan here, I shouldn't say should. If but that's I, the case, that's probably easy to rack those numbers up though, because we like like just look in the chatty house. Mm-hmm. How many, you know? There's the, the, the John Bulls here. There's a Bears fan here. Mm-hmm. There's uh, you know, there's 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 Eagles fans in here. Mm-hmm. Leezy's in here. Like that. If 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 that's the case, then it makes sense. It's just such a high price point. To me, it's not. It's not worth it. And because of the high price point, this is why I was, you know, chuckling, <laughs> chuckling with Jesse. I'd find other ways to watch my team. That, for you talking to me about I got to be locked into this contract. You laugh because spend- what Jesse meant is his dad sent him the link. <laughs> that's, what you, that's, what, that's, what, that's what you were That's what you were laughing at. <laughs> Damien Gunna Barling. <laughs> I'm just mad because I don't have any in the links. Y'all, y- y'all be joking about where you watch this stuff, and I don't know how to find none of that I can stuff. send you that link. I sent it to Kenny. Shout out wow. Dana White. Wow. What? Wow. Uh, Jesse Gunna Tapia. Wow. I'm not going to jail. No one's listening. Just telling on everybody. Dana White's listening right now. I'm going to find him. Shout yeah, out Dana. We got guys Dana. outside his house right now. We got guys watching him right now. Shut the hell up, Dana White. Oh, my God. Dana White, shut your ass up. Yeah, we got him. <laughs> Oh man. Dana, I'm watching but, the fight right now. <laughs> but seriously, if I'm if I if I'm a Bears fan and I live in Sacramento and you're telling me I got to get this service first of all that is kind of subpar. Well, uh, and you're talking the, about DirecTV. Yeah, yeah. I got to get this service yeah. and then on top of that I got to pay $200. 200 
whatever it was, three hundred. It, it wasn't two hundred. I gotta pay that man, please. Hey, send me that IP address. Direct TV was <laughs> charging two hundred just to get the games in HD at one point. Look, you can you can get this package for three hundred seventy five dollars and watch the games in sander definition. <laughs> Or you can get the plus package for like five hundred and watch it on. And then I find out they just start giving it to people if you ask nicely. Oh yeah, when you say you're about to leave, no, nah, I'm done. I'm leaving direct to you. All right, all right. So, all right. So I did that, but my ass left. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm, I'm. NFL gone. moral of the story is NFL whack for that. We'll come back. Let's get centered back on the Kings basketball, man. We'll talk with the uh, co-host of J Street Vibes. Uh, and a writer over at The Athletic, the professor, Jason Jones, when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. D'Lo and Casey. D'Lo and Casey continues on ESPN thirteen twenty. The Professor Jason Jones of the Athletic Host over at the J Street Vibes Podcast, available wherever you get podcasts from. Set to join us coming up here uh, in just a few minutes as we'll dive back into our talk. About the Sacramento Kings' frustrating loss to kick off their homestand uh, last night. Losing to the Charlotte Hornets. Ah. I don't think we've spent enough time, to be honest. And, we, we you know, obviously we've discussed the game uh, in-depthly. The end result is a loss. That's frustrating. Mm. De'Aaron Fox is back-back. Mm. Uh, there were questions mm. coming out of the time he took away okay like what version of De'Aaron Fox are we getting like did he get enough rest to actually heal some rest during the season is kind of it's futile it's not it's not legit like mm-hmm. you you're you're not going to get enough 
And we question that, you know, would this be enough time for De'Aaron to actually feel better for his foot to actually get a little bit better and for him to get back to the guy we saw at the start of the season? The emphatic answer seems to be, at least over the last couple of games, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that he attempted to take over the – I say attempted to because they weren't able to close the deal. He, him and LaMelo, that, that was just like a, a, a one-on-one battle yeah, that's there. That's low-key a duel, man. We, we didn't look at it like that at the time, but them two young boys was going at it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and, 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 and indeed they did. And, and 14 of 25 – uh, for De'Aaron last night. De'Aaron was the only one. You know, we were frustrated by the free throws. Uh, 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 12 of 33. I'm sorry, that's the the the, the three-point shot. 17 of 31 uh, from the free throw line. 54%. Mm. De'Aaron was 7 of 9. Mm. You know, and the funny thing was, he missed one a little later, too. But I remember when he missed his first one, I was like, oh, man, dang. Missing free throws. That was the only one he missed for right it's like six or seven or attempts yeah. until that one later that led to him scoring as well. You know what I thought about too is the professor comes in here. Shout out to the professor. The professor's Jason Jones. got a great beard, man. I'm telling you, just the beard with the with the yeah, gray. Got the salt and pepper it's, it's, going it's, it's, on, man. He's, he got it popping off. You got to pop it off. It's a good look. You can, you can embrace it. If it starts turning that color, you can embrace it. I mean, it's not that oh, hard. I embraced it. I mean, I can't go back now. Uh, you can if you want little. to. You don't have. Kenny's to. scared I mean, I, of it. Kenny's scared of it. I can, I can go back and look silly. I show up here next week with a jet black beard. Everybody like, okay, no, what, what you want? Midlife <laughs> crisis? In here. <laughs> just, just come back and just. But, but you know, I, I, I didn't want to say this in front of Jason, but I'll, I'll say it anyway. That's seventeen for thirty-one. You know, I'm so scarred. You know what? That's eerily close to. Yeah. No, oh, shut the hell up, Jason. Nobody asked. I mean, you. now that you mention it, nobody I didn't think asked about- you. Hey, you brought it up, not me. I wasn't thinking that. I was just going, man, you can't, you're not going to win the game at home, you know, missing 14 free throws. I'm scarred for life. You know what it is, Damon? 2002. It's game seven. I think there were 16 to 31. Yeah. That included overtime, though. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to, you know, give it a full. I'll scope. never forget that. Ever, ever, ever. Damn it. Yeah, because I remember I was watching that game in Nevada, just certain that it was over. And I'm like, they are really going to miss everything. I'm like, this is amazing. Remember, the Kings were up 15 in that game in the, in the second half. Mm. And I was ready to, like, start working at the B and wear a bag over my head because the entire office was going to let me have it. <laughs> and that didn't happen. So. Well, happy, Jason. happy stroll down memory lane, memory lane here with Kenny and Jason. Jason, go to hell. Straight to hell. <laughs> There you have it. Hey, how did that press conference go today down in San Francisco? Oh, wow. wow. I mean, okay. Like, that's completely uncalled for. Completely I, I mean, uncalled I've been, for. I've been busy. I, I heard there was going to be a presser today. I was just wondering what happened. There'll be a presser soon enough. And, and like like Damien said, the man could be missing a foot. He going to be playing for the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no going back now. Yeah. yeah that remind me. I, I took Harry Edwards' class at Cal, and we talked about how, you know, Post-war, you know, before you know they broke the color line, how the baseball was so bad they literally had, you know, people with with limbs missing playing because they they their racism was so bad they would rather have people with limbs missing to let black people play baseball. That's crazy. Yeah, but they were just like, you know what? Well, we we could we could bring over some people, uh, you no, know, the black players. Oh no, no, we're gonna let a guy with you no know, one leg play first base instead. <laughs> We'd rather do that. Jeez. I mean, that's how crazy racism Jeez. is. But tell me more about how great the 27 Yankees are. <laughs> please, just the one please, leg man. Please, <laughs> like, like, 
<laughs> you know, Bob Cousy was mad when they said he was playing against plumbers and handymen. Imagine a playing against a guy who got back from war without a leg. <laughs> that was baseball. Goodness. Oh, man. Um, well, the Sacramento Kings had all their limbs last night, but they fell short uh, to Charlotte. I didn't. I don't know how to. Like, I, I'm, was I, was, I tried. That was crazy. <laughs> I was trying. Transition, but hey, I mean, I guess I'll rock with it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the best I can. What? Um, Jason just came out throwing just shots, though, with the with the Carlos Correa. No, man, I mean, that's tough. No, it is what it is. You know, uh, uh, Carlos Correa going to be at shorts. Actually, I was going to say third base. But Brandon Crawford allegedly is going to third base. Carlos Correa going to be a short. And I don't know who's playing third base for the Dodgers. That sounds like a like – a, we'll figure something out. I mean, hey, they'll be all right. You know, I, I don't care anyway. I only care about October when I, when I have my annual cry fest. That's so okay. I don't That's care. Right. This time of the year, the Dodgers mean nothing to me. Okay, I don't care. Someone, please call nine one one. That's what happens in October. Wyclef, I think. Tell right? them I've just been shot yeah, down. It's Wyclef. Uh, well, okay, okay. I just thought of something. We'll get to the Kings in in, in a second. Your real time reaction to the end of the Patriots Raiders game on Sunday? Between jumping, screaming, and all out <laughs> laughter. I, that was which I, I was can't like, picture oh. any of those things. Like I can't picture the jumping, the screaming, or the all-out laughter. Oh, here's me. what it was: they run the draw, and the first thing I think is, "Oh my God, he's going to score!" They can't; they haven't tackled him yet, so they get him near the side. Okay, he's not going to score, and then he pitches the ball back. I'm like, "What are they doing?" And then when my man Meyer started running the other way, I said, "Uh oh, we might have, we might be in business here." And I was like, I know he's not going to throw the ball again. I know he's not. And when he turned around and lost, I was like, I was like, finally another team can experience pain like Raider fans experience pain. Like, mm. there is no way in the world they should. I, I was like, that is the most Raider way to lose a game, but it wasn't the Raiders. You know, I, I was talking to Damian. We never really got back to this uh, yesterday. We were, we were almost getting into it over this one. I thought the play call was ridiculous. If you're going to – if you're going to call the play, if you're going to make a play and it's not going to be a Hail Mary, then just take a knee. Ain't nobody running on a halfback draw 55 yards to the house. I think you're wrong. Hey, I thought, I thought he was, was for a second. And, until <laughs> See, there they was, scared Jason Jones. Yeah, until there was seven Raiders around him. There was, well, at, then you could, the then you could tackle or you go down. Yeah, you could fumble the ball and go to – like, no. The, the you could fumble is, the ball and that's fine. But that's not talk, fine. Why are you running a play? Because we talked about this yesterday. You, you, you have the opportunity to score. If you fumble the ball, you've, you've picked up yards at that point because of the way that they're playing defense. And then you have 30 yards of buffer zone to tackle somebody. Yes. Where you lose that is where you run 10 yards backwards, throw the ball 10 yards backwards, hey, never, and have no line of defense. Would have never happened and if you would have thrown a Hail Mary. That if you play professional football being nitpicky, for a living, why does a coach have to tell you not to do that? Which, by all accounts, they did. But I shouldn't Ooh. have to tell you, by the Belichick, way, Belichick, the Patriots told them, yo, just, just, just run the play, no gimmicks, we'll just run the play. But, all, the but you're telling him take a knee. Run, yeah. run the freaking play. Well, the guy who's getting off the hook here is is the running back. Yeah, exactly. He started. He started. No, that's facts. That's that's accurate. That's, that's accurate. And then and then, and then poor Mac Jones had to this. He's, oh. he's standing there like, oh my god, what's about to happen to me? His brother Chandler just <laughs> pie faced him to the ground. 
at that point, Mac is thinking, there's no way the ball's coming back to me. I'm like 30 yards across the field. <laughs> He's just standing there. He got to be thinking that ball's in the air. No, 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 <laughs> no. And he's like, yeah, then like someone sent me the picture I put it on Instagram where Mac is just sitting on the, on the turf, just sitting there. Oh. Like, I don't understand what just happened to me. You know, and poor Mac Jones has been has been beefing with Matt Patricia, it looks like, all year anyway. Matt That's a whole Patricia. other story. How in the world they let Belichick Shit. get away with making that guy an office of coordinator? That's an embarrassment. That, that, that. I mean, talk about, talk about things that are just terrible. He was a he was a, a, def- what, a defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. a terrible head coach. Awful. And what does Belichick do? Come on back. You'll replace Josh McDaniels, and you'll be a guy who can actually call plays worse than that guy. Jeez. Because Josh McDaniels doesn't do anything at halftime other than say, we got a lead. Let's hope we can we can get a running clock. <laughs> I mean, that is the. I mean, I've seen some of the most scared second half coaching in my life with him. Yeah. I'm just like, are you going to act like you're up by 30? It's 14. That's two scores. Mm. And he's just like, okay, we're just going to hold you know, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. We're not going to move. I'm glad Jonathan Vilma said during the telecast, like we're not going to move Devontae Adams anywhere. Mm. Stand right there and get covered. But well, hey, somehow it worked out, and we'll see. You what, know, and, we'll see what happens when he has uh, Tom Brady next year. Sorry, Mickey. Oh, pa- oh, God! I hope not. Have you seen Tom lately? <laughs> I have. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's a step away from last year, Peyton Manning. Oh, 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 that was tough. I hope he beats the. Cowboys. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't want to see forty-six, forty-seven-year-old Tom Brady in Vegas. That, that that's not. Behind that line, it's not going to be pretty. Well, the way his year is gone, you might see 46, 47-year-old Tom Brady in Vegas for a different reason. <laughs> you, might see, you, you might see him in Vegas for an entirely different reason. Tom Brady will be up. He'd be all the way up. Um, all right. Let's Pro Bowl tr- weekend about to be crazy. <laughs> Y'all thought Gronk went hard. <laughs> Wait till you see his new version of Tom Brady. Um, all right. Transition to the Kings. Good or bad, what stood out most for you last night? This, the free throws. Mm, yeah. Just, I mean, you know, I've already moved on past my get off my lawn, they give up way too many points thing. I'm like, I guess I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, they're going to give up a bunch of points. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that. Let teams shoot over 50% and then get to the line more than that team and then miss that many free throws. Mm. You just can't do it. And I think going into this week, I would say, you got to go two and one at the worst, you know, because you, you know, and I, you know, you got Charlotte, you got the Lakers, and who knows who they're going to actually show up with tomorrow. But the Laker team they're playing is still different from the one they beat back in what November, mm-hmm. so they can't be lax against them. Then you got a team like the Withers who have what lost what nine, ten in a row on the road, which means they're due to beat somebody on the road. Yeah. So I go into the week saying you got to at least get two of these. You already lost one of them. And it, it, you just – the way their season is gone, they'll have great stretches of play. Then you get about three or four, like, what's going on. Then they'll get it going again. You just – if you're the Kings, you just hope that last night is not going to be one of those here-we-go-again stretches to start this week. And then, you know, tomorrow, you know, Dennis Schroeder goes for another 30, and then LeBron wow. decides to play and goes for 30, 35. You know, that's a, you, know you got to shut it off as soon as you can. But then again – Kyle Kuzma shows up later in the week, and Kyle's one of those. I love to see the Kings guys. <laughs> like so, uh, like Kelly Oubre? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Kelly Oubre is a Hall of Famer against the Kings. 
I mean, I remember when he was a free agent, I was saying, why don't the Kings go get him? And there were a lot of people who were like, no, nah, we don't like Kelly Uber. I'm like, maybe I'm just spoiled because every time I see him against the Kings, he's like, he's good for 25 at least. Mm. We had 31 last yeah, night. Kelly Uber has surpassed the Ish Smith range, you know, you know, the Tony Allen, when Tony Allen would get his 20 plus a game every season against Sacramento. Yeah, but Oubre's better than both of those guys, I think. And yeah, he's, but he's yeah, a more he's of a threat like, to do that. Yeah, but he's not that good. No, he's not. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's better than those guys. But yeah, man, I mean, whenever I see Kelly Uber, I'm like, how come he's not a max player? <laughs> but, you know, he's a max player against the Kings. But every, every other game is like, okay, that's Kelly Oubre. You know, you know solid, solid player. But he sees Sacramento, and his like, eyes get big, and all of a sudden everything starts flowing for him. Yeah. Uh, Jason, I, I was kind of like you in a certain sense of, you know, I'm not going to sit up here and wait for this team to play uh, defense like the mid-2000 Pistons. Like, that's that's not who they are. That's not the personnel that they have. Yeah. Um, but I do, you know, I expect them to have timely defense and, and you know, play, uh, buckle down on the defensive end, you know, kind of in, in a timely fashion. Do you think that's kind of their ceiling as a defensive team, or do you think they – you know, they, they are capable of being a lot better on the defensive end. I think they can be better, but I just think with the style of play and everything, they're not going to be a team that's going to routinely hold teams to like 98, 101, 105. Mm-hmm. But I just think the, the kind of the danger in the way they play is that if you, you know, it's not even the points I've always said, it's the percentages. Mm-hmm. Teams consistently shooting above 50, shooting around 40 from three. Once they get rolling, you might be able to get timely stops, but these guys are pros. You let a guy get that many, you know, get rolling like that for three quarters, and then you're banking on we're going to shut him down in the last five. Sometimes it works. Last night it didn't work. You know, you can't let a team jump out and get 39 first quarter points. Yeah. You know, you've already established that, that, you know, they're in a rhythm. And this is a team that's, you know, you know you're working LaMelo back in. They got, what, eight wins coming in, eight, nine wins coming in. You know, you got to try to jump on them. But then again, a lot of people will tell you the first game back from a long road trip, it's kind of like a road game sometimes. And sometimes team, that's the best time to get a team at home mm. right after the trip. It's crazy. You know, <laughs> yeah, even still, they make free throws, they win. I mean, you can't let, you know, another 20-20 game from Sabonis and almost 40 from Fox go to waste. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you know, you can't go let that go to waste by missing that many free throws. You think they're both all-stars? I don't. Uh, I think. I think Sabonis has a chance, depending on how much time AD misses. Sabonis is a damn all star, man. Like, I, yeah. I, I, but, uh, yeah, it's just a matter of are they going to put him in the game? Yeah. And, and the way I always look at it, I, I I do it like this: you can already bank on who the starters are going to be. Probably mm-hmm. Joker, LeBron, Steph will get voted in. You know, we don't know where his help, but he'll get voted in. Mm-hmm. John Morant. And then you just—I don't know who the other front. You know, I—I I, I think I do. It's, it's someone that I, I kind of forget about when we have these conversations because it's not center forward; it's just front court. Is Zion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zion, Zion, and I think Zion might the, get the vote. He's like, in, yeah, he, I think he's Zion will get the vote. Yeah, yeah, because you know, and like I said actually the backcourt. If they have Luca as a guard, if either Ja or Luca gets voted in, as, with Steph. as I cast so my vote really, earlier, I can I can confirm yeah. Luca is a guard. I I, I voted yeah. Sabonis. You, you're looking at seven spots. You know, and are are they going to get, you know, and like I said, uh, if AD is out, you know, I just think based on the way AD was playing, if he's not out for like two months, 
there's a good chance he gets voted in. And fair or unfair, that means the Lakers get two guys. I think the yeah. Warriors only get one this year, though. And then you look around the rest of the West, you know, Donovan's gone. Rudy's not getting in. I think they're going to get at least one. So they, Maybe. That's like Carl they Anthony Towns? They're going to put Carl Anthony Towns in? Yeah, no, I don't think so, but bonus. you're going to put Devin Booker in there. Yeah, Book's getting in. Book's getting you're, you're, in. Book's going to start, play. probably. Hmm? Book's probably going to start. Depends. Yeah. I mean, that's right. Like I, I voted I voted for Book and De'Aaron. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that's who yeah, I so voted for. Kind of like, you know, and I just figure, I just assume Steph is going to get one of those spots. Yeah. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think Book is popular enough to where Book is going to get the fan vote to get voted in. Yeah. I mean, I don't, like, he's, not getting, mm. he's not getting more votes than Luca. Yeah, that's that's fair. Well, even and that, but even and then, that, and that's the tricky is just that. Okay, you you fit, you got five. You know, you got a bunch of guys going for seven, mm-hmm. for seven spots, and then you know what you know between Luca, Ja, Devin, two of those guys were getting in regardless. So now you're down to five spots. Yeah, and then man, but there's not at, enough. Okay, but I don't think there's enough front court players. There's not enough front court players. And that's why I said, you know, so that's why probably between the two, Sabonis has a, a, has a shot because he's a front court player. Mm-hmm. You know, then like I said, you know, depending on how long AD is out, AD will get voted in because he was the way he was playing. Mm-hmm. And then you look around the rest of the West. I mean, this is kind of a weird year. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, is, is, is you know, is Cat an all-star? No. no. It, or, or, or do people say we're tired of Cat? It's Anthony Edwards from if they go from from, from Minnesota. Ant Man ain't even an all-star. Minnesota is a damn disappointment. You yeah. don't get anybody. No, Minnesota. Ain't I mean, I'm not disagreeing. I you know, I just know these votes can be weird like that. Because oh, you it, got people, it, here's a good you know, call. SGA yeah. is absolutely getting it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's and that's where the guard thing gets crowded. Because I mean, would I take SGA over De'Aaron? I don't know if I would, but SGA has that, you know, he's going to have the gaudy numbers and highlights and everything. And then, and then here's another wild card. Does a Clipper get in? I don't think so. I mean, their two best Clip- players play once a week. Clipper Daryl. <laughs> Clipper Daryl's going to demand an all-star appearance. It's, he's going to get an all-star trophy named after him. It's going to be in the, the settlement terms. <laughs> he gets an all-star appearance. Yeah, I mean, I think they, I, I, I definitely think they get at least one guy in, and if they got both of them in, I wouldn't be shocked. Mm-hmm. I, you know, just, I just think this is the type of year where you look around. Even if AD say does get voted in, if I'm the Lakers, I'm telling AD you're not playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, would LeBron? You know, I guess LeBron probably would be a captain, so he probably would still play. But there's going to be a lot moving between mm-hmm. now and then. But I think the Kings get at least one of those guys in, and if they got both in, I wouldn't be mad at all, and I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I just wonder if when when say when players vote and you look at Sabonis' numbers and you see 17, 10, and 6 or 17, you know, maybe they go, that's nice, but it ain't, you know, 25, 14, and 5, you know. And because people forget, they, they get mad at the fans about the fan votes. The player votes are just as, if not weirder than the fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember it was a couple of years ago, people were voted for Papa Giannis and Ben McLemore. Well, one of there the years there were players who didn't uh, vote for LeBron and KD. One of the years, Zaza Pachulia was like oh, super yeah. high up there, yeah. like a star. That was that was the, that was the fan vote. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, you just never know because remember, I, I don't. I doubt this year that Andrew Wiggins gets voted in. No. You know, so I mean, there's always kind of that wild card of well, who you know, who were the fans going to go with? And usually, the players and coaches can outweigh that, but. 
Hey, you never. I mean, it's weird because I could I could legit see a scenario where someone look at Sabonis' numbers and go, he's not averaging twenty. And is that fair? No, but a lot of these guys doing the vote and don't exactly watch all the games. Mm. I mean, people in the media don't watch games and they vote. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's just so tricky sometimes. And you know, I know I I saw it where Demarcus used to be mad, like how that guy get voted in, and I didn't. And then you talk to other guys. There's guys who you think, you know, I remember for years it was the I used to call it the Mike Conley Award. The he's almost an All Star Award. Like Tobias Harris used to win that award. The he's almost an All Star, and you like he's not. You know, he hasn't been an All Star, and you find out he hasn't. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think I think if I had to pick one, I'd probably go De'Aaron first because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go the guy who I think is the best player. But if it's going to be by position, it might be Sabonis. But, hey, maybe they both get in, then life is grand, and, you know, then there's no reason to beef. And then even with that said, if somebody doesn't get in, there's going to be probably two or three guys who get voted in who don't even play because of injury. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, looking at the the landscape of it all, it'll be dicier for De'Aaron because of the position. Yeah. But I do think they both get in. I, I think the way the season is playing out, um, there's just not enough – all-star caliber guys in the West. There's definitely not enough in the front court to go up against Sabonis, um, mm-hmm. guard-wise. You know, and and some of that has to do with the fact that the Clippers may get one or nobody in there. Because I think a lot of the times when we talked about this beginning of the season, we we're like, oh, Paul George and Kawhi are getting in there. But that was us assuming that they were going to play X amount of games, and we're 30 games in right now. I think they play like 15 apiece. So they yeah. may not get in based on oh, that. Why is it the 15 now? I feel like he's played less than that. Yeah, he probably I mean, is less than that. He, he probably is. Yeah, you know, so now yeah. he's I think, back yeah, and Paul George ain't back. Yeah, you throw those out. I don't think Chris Paul gets in this year. You know, I mean. Too small. Said, you know, <laughs> get your too boy. small to get, get you, in. Get your boy, uh, Jason. Get your boy, Pat Bath, man. I got I got nothing, man. I got nothing. Kawhi's man. played I, eleven, by the way, this year. He's played eleven. Okay, I, I, okay. I thought fifteen sounded high because I think a couple of weeks ago he was at like at, at, at five or six. Mm. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's just like I said, Donovan's gone, you know. So there's a spot, you know. Houston's not getting anybody. San Antonio's not. You know, it's I was kind of almost wonder too. Does somebody almost get in because they just have a good record? Like, does DeAndre Ayton get in if it's, if if Houston's if the Phoenix is in the top four? No, no, he's Bridges. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, he's I like seventeen I mean, I've nine seen, right I've, now. I've seen that before, but I'll be like, well, you know what? He's a solid player on a good team, and no. we'd rather reward. We want to reward a guy because they feel like their team should have an All Star. You yeah. know, but the Sabonis is a great player on a good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. You know, just you know. I don't think Laurie Markkinen has enough of an international following to push him in. No. <laughs> I hey, don't think Finland's going to come through like that for him. Hey, you know what's funny? Um, I'm looking up the Clippers roster right now. You know who officially, officially is their leading scorer and how much it is? Is it your boy, is it like, Norm? Is it like no. Nicholas Batum? No. It's uh, Marcus Morris Sr. at 13.5 points oh. a night. That's the official because the others haven't played enough. So Paul George, who's averaging 23.5, he hasn't played enough games. Kawhi, who's averaging 15.3, he hasn't played enough. Morris at 13.5. Uh, he shows up every day. You know. Kawhi had 31 over the weekend. <laughs> he did. He? he did. Went to work on uh, – I forgot who they played. But, yeah. 
Yeah, the whole, the whole danger with Kawhi is that it's like he had 31. Do you let him play another game or do you sit him again? I mean, I don't know how. Well, that's got to be crazy if you're Ty Lue and you're just like, I get to I get to the game. They'll let me know if he can play or not. Yeah, I don't know how you – sitting him for a game, you know, even at the start of the season, one on, one off, that doesn't feel like crazy to me. It was just crazy that – it, it was like five and six and seven. It was like, wait a minute. did he? Mm-hmm. And we're sitting here like, did he get hurt? And they just didn't tell us? Nope. It was all part of the load management process. <laughs> well, he came back for a game and that was it? I didn't get it. I don't and then one it. of them, he was like only playing like one half at one point. It was like, he's like only playing 15. Yeah, it's, hey, but you know, maybe, you know. That's just the way it is now. Guys are going to sit, you know. We I watched LeBron dunking on people against what was that last Laker game they won? Uh, Denver. Den- then his ankle, then his foot, then his ankle sore the next night. Then you know, half because he was doing sore. all that dunking. Hey, you're too <laughs> yeah. old. Act your age. <laughs> like stop doing that. <laughs> stop, stop. Stop doing that. Stop jumping, LeBron. <laughs> hey, come on, like man. Joker, Joker doesn't get hurt. Joker doesn't have a vertical leap. That's right. Jo- Joker do a nice little uh, turnaround and. Drop it in. That's that's yeah. it. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask uh, Jason this while because it's something that I saw um, kind of during the show. But did you guys see that uh, that piece? That wasn't a piece, but the quotes from Donovan Mitchell about being in Utah. I did. I, I did. saw the quotes. I didn't read the story, but yeah. I did see the quotes. So essentially, he had said like it was kind of draining being in Utah due to racism off the court, and he had a long list of you know he had a quote i won't read the whole quote right now but just about like some of the fans and knowing how they were um you know and he says something about a utah state senator Stuart adams saying i need to get educated on my own black history seeing black kids getting bullied because of their skin color seeing a little girl hang herself because she's getting bullied Uh, man it's just one thing after another and I will say it's not the only place it happens, but for me, I'm continuing to be an advocate for racial equality and to receive the amount of pushback I got over the years, it was a lot. But as far as Utah, it became a lot to have to deal with on a nightly basis. I got pulled over once. I got an attitude from the cop until I gave him my ID. And that forever made me wonder what happens to a young black kid in Utah that doesn't have the power, doesn't have that power to just be like, this is who I am. And that was one of the things for me that I took to heart. So he kind of opened up about that a little bit. And and you've never really heard, at least I haven't really heard a lot of people talking about what the kind of perception is in Utah, like that we think it is playing in Utah. We've never really heard players talk about that. At least I haven't until Donovan just said something. I've heard guys talk about it. I mean, they're, I forgot who was it. Was it Derek Harper? I think years ago who said he had a chance to get traded there and have a chance at a championship. And he was like, no, no, mm don't send me to Utah. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rather go somewhere else and not win. Don't send me there. So, I mean, you've heard things, you know, and then privately I've heard some, some, some horrible things from guys about, you know, the words they hear and stuff getting thrown at them. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, I've heard that about Boston too, to be fair, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, but, but I've heard some, some varying things about Utah, not even just sometimes. I mean, I've heard good. I've heard some great things about Utah, mm-hmm. but I've also heard some things where there were some troubling things. I've heard people talk about just kind of it being more of a religious state, even though Salt Lake city itself is not like say being in pro I've been to Provo. I've been to Salt Lake city. Being in Provo was quite different for me. 
Like I had never been somewhere where I couldn't buy caffeine. Hmm. Like I'm sitting there looking for a diet Coke and they're like, no, I was like, Oh, I forgot where I was, hmm. you know? And yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've haven't had those experiences, but then again, I'm in Utah for a day or two whenever I would go, hmm. but I've heard different players say, you know, in terms of being a free agent, that's not where I would want to go. But then I've heard people who have had great experiences in Utah. Our guy Tony think, Jones talks about, you know, he's been there for a yeah, long time. Tony so loves it out like, there, cool. you know. Yeah, and I, but I think what Donovan talked about too, that, that 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 getting pulled over experience, that's not even just a Utah thing. That's an America thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of athletes, you know, you know, there's there's people who get pulled over who are black, and then there's famous people who get pulled over. And all of a sudden, the whole tone changes. And I mean, not even just as far as athletes. It could just be like when I was in college, I was getting accosted by the cops till I pulled out my Cal ID. And he realized I wasn't some guy off the He's like, oh, you go to school here. I was like, yeah, I told you I went to school here. Hmm. And there's, I mean, and it's, it's just something that's just jacked up about us as a country that you can treat someone with a certain skin color a certain way unless, oh, he's got money. That makes him different. Oh, he's got this. So I know what, I mean, I wouldn't want to put what happened to Don. I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit it, but that's also an America thing, yeah. you know, as well. But I have heard some interesting things about guys who have been in Utah. I've heard great. I've heard both. I've heard guys who love it there. Like I, I can joke with Tony Jones and tell him he ain't from Brooklyn anymore. He's from Salt Lake city. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's been there so long and I've had a great time at youth in youth in Salt Lake city at times, you know, but I, there's definitely something about it for a lot of players about going there, being there, and not wanting to be there. Boston and Utah feel different to me, though. Like I don't, I don't know if this makes sense. One, it feels, does. Players feel, have told me that. Okay. They've told me. That. I okay. believe you. One feels yeah, like old racism, <laughs> and one feels like new racism. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like Boston, like get out. <laughs> Boston feels like I hate you, you this, you that, you this, you that. Yeah. Whereas Utah is like, you know, you're better off a slave. Mm. The, you you know, like they one feels almost like a plantation style, and the mm. other one feels like a, like they don't feel the same to me. Right. Like every time they do a wide view of that Utah crowd, it is stunning. It is just an amazing view of an NBA basketball stadium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't see many many crowds like that. No, you NBA. really don't. And like I said, it's it's crazy for me because, like I said, my times in Utah have generally been short and quick. But I've always had a great time in Utah, and you know, and I've always enjoyed myself out there. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm also not naive to think that my limited time in Utah speaks for the entire experience, or like. I think I was joking on the pod with Kenny about I went out there one year and I forgot my brush. Oh. And, oh, Lord, that was a struggle going to CVS <laughs> and all that. Like, do you have a brush? They're like, I'm like, no, not that kind of brush. <laughs> I need a brush. <laughs> ain't, got no, ain't got no Sally's Beauty Supply store in Salt yeah, Lake there City. Was no there, was, there was no Murray's Grease there for me. There was <laughs> – and a lot of times players will tell you part of the struggle about being in, in Utah was stuff like that or like, you know, just that just culturally, just things that they don't they don't have available. Right. You know, but it's yeah, I guess I, I haven't read the whole story with Donovan, so I can't really speak to everything he was talking about. But the things, the quotes I saw, they sound real unbelievable because I've talked to a ton of players who probably have who have either said similar things or expressed why. That's the reason why 
they wouldn't want to play in Utah. And that's why I say in terms of free agency, people talk about Sacramento was the worst destination. I'm like, no, it's not. Hmm. Not even close. Hmm. I said, if you're, I was like, no, I said, no. I know. And even when the, the writers I know who travel talk about, well, I got to go to SAC. I'm like, trust me, I no. I went to, we were in Salt Lake City and I ordered a Crown and Coke. And they were like, I didn't know you had to order food with your drinks in Utah. That was so bizarre because they were like, they're like, oh yeah, Tony's like, tell me, you got to order food if you want to drink. I was like, what? I'm not hungry. <laughs> I'm like, I had to watch the Kings again. I want to drink. <laughs> and they, he was like, no, it ain't like that out here. So, you know, what is, you know, but you got guys, well, he ain't the best example. I was going to say Carl Malone. That ain't the best example. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I mean, there, there, there's guys who have enjoyed their time out there, you know, that you talk to, you know, who seem like they really enjoy it, you know, you know, but like I said, I'm not going to, yeah, Carl's, Carl's different. We need to teach know. the NBA how you just remove people from history. <laughs> like, like, you know, we, they just act like some of the stuff Carl Malone did. And, and, and it, what it made me think about too, was that when Kobe got into it with Carl about his wife mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, Kobe's a jerk. Mm. You know, he's just being a jerk. I'm like, Kobe's the jerk. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. like, I don't think Kobe was wrong about that. Remember Kobe was like, he said something to my wife and whistled at her and I, it was out of pocket. And they were like, oh, Kobe's tripping. And that, that was like post Shaq being traded. So everyone was still mad at Kobe. I think Kobe was right about Carl Malone. Yeah. I, 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 I think yeah. that's accurate. Yeah, that's facts. I, 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 I think that's accurate. Uh, Jay, always a pleasure, man. We appreciate you. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, I, lo- I love the hoodies, by the way. Uh, my kids ain't listening. We you all got matching. Is. We got matching shirts for Christmas like that. They don't. Let's damn, they ain't, they, they're Let's in go, school baby. right now. They don't know. Let's, yeah. Let's go, go, baby. It's the here, whole family. I'll, I'll tag you all when I take our, our annual Christmas wrestling picture. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. We're all ready right. for it. Thanks, Jay. Take care, bro. Right, take Jason it Jones. Talk to you all later. Uh, that's The Athletic and the J Street Vibes podcast. Uh, wherever you get podcasts from, go dive into that Donovan Mitchell uh, article now. Not uh, – Oh, not a direction I thought we would go down, but now I'm eager to read. I think that's Mark Spears' work, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm eager to dive into that. Uh, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, thanks to Jason Jones. Uh, thanks to Troy Taylor uh, for being with us. Thanks to Matt George uh, for jumping on uh, impromptu. We, and- we love Matt George, man. <laughs> Sacramento love Matt George. I, I think De'Aaron loves Matt I George, too. I, 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 I think he does, too. I think he does, too. So thanks to Matt for, for jumping in with us. And most of all, uh, thank you for being with us. We'll do it all again. Tomorrow, we'll get ready for the Lakers. You know what time it okay. is. Okay, Lake Show. That, that Tomorrow is not here what on, time it is. My, my bad. That must have been <laughs> the wrong button. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow here at noon on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Holla. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your-
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.